All right, lads, welcome back to me podcast, Cheaper Than Therapy. Mick Thomas here. How are you? How are you doing? Thanks for tuning in again. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for liking, sharing. I appreciate it. How was your week? Everything good? Nice. See that I gave you a chance to answer there? I uh, had an interesting week this week. It was, you know, some nice gigs. I got a chance to uh, swing by the Stress Factory. I was up in, in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, so I got a chance to swing by the Stress Factory there. It's always a fun club, always a good time. Crowds are always good. And uh, I was there with my buddy Chris Roach, Christopher Brian Roach. And uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. And we drove, uh, we drove home together, which was nice. And it's always good to catch up with, with, uh, with your buddies, to laugh and joke and bitch about other comics. So <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. Um, and then I was at the comic strip. On, I was off Friday. I took the lad. Just me and the lad went to Dave and Buster's. I'm very formal. I don't believe in Dave and Buster's. I went to Dave and Buster's. And, uh, you know, like the arcade game for adults. And it was a good time. It was a good time, just me and the fella. And we, uh, the little fella. And uh, he became obsessed with one game because he wanted to win the miniature pool table. And to win the game, you would have had to spend like $60 worth of tickets. But I was like, mate, look at, let's just go buy buy the pool table he's like no i want i want to win it so i kind of i can applaud applaud his work ethic right but uh hang my head with his stupidity <laughs> but uh yeah man it was uh and then saturday night last night i guess well this is sunday morning i'm recording this last night i was at the the world famous comic strip for two shows and those crowds were just fantastic two fantastic wall-to-wall crowds and uh yeah i I just had a blast i had a blast and you know it snowed of course we saw everyone thought like once it snows people like i'm gonna stay home but they came out in drones to the comic strip so i i i had a blast had the last spot of the night which is normally the spot i don't really like that much because I usually find because the audience have got such a heavy hitter show, such a fantastic lineup that they're all kind of you know people are exhausted by the time you get up there. But no, they they stayed with me, they waited for me, and we all uh, we have fun. But uh, but yeah, this week up in in Connecticut, it was uh, here's the thing. I, I I went to a Chili's. Look at here's what, here's what I want to say. This is why I think we need a war. Right, we do. We need a war. Now, I'm not an advocate for war. I'm not. I'm not hoping there's a war by any standards. But having said that, I feel we do need a war just so people can be put in check. What are you talking about, Mick Thomas? Hold up, and I'll tell you. So the other night, I'm at. I'm up in. Uh, where am I? I'm in Connecticut, and I was up there for three nights. And stand in my hotel, and I said, "You know what? Let me go out to get something to eat." So I go into the old app. Where's a restaurant? Right? It's got all the usual ones. So I said, "You know what? Chili's. I'll go. I'll go to Chili's and 
have a look at the menu. Maybe I'll get a, a piece of salmon there. I was craving a piece of salmon. Trying to cut back a little bit. Not all, not all the way, but I'm trying to cut back a little bit on the meat uh, intake. So, you know, I'll, I'll go to Chili's. Let me go to Chili's, get a salmon. So I always go to that Chili's when I'm there, if I do crave a Chili's. So I go there and I'm sitting at the bar. And so kind of wide open bar. I was like, all right, this is nice. By myself, this is good. Barman comes over. What can I get you? Yeah, give me these joints. Yeah, let's get get some chips and dip, and let's you know let's hang out here while I'm waiting for uh, when I decide what I want. And all of a sudden, these two women came in, right? Just typical, just just white women, right? Just they they uh, I don't know, maybe in their like late thirties, maybe mid to late thirties, and it just like. Do you manifest that hair? Like, it was just like, just, and they fucking, like, and I go, well, there's a lot of other seats around. And then they kind of looked at me like I had two heads. I'm like, are, are there? Are there? That's fine. So they, uh, they sit down and they meet, like, it's fucking, it baffles me how nobody is aware of their surroundings. Nobody is aware of, of what it takes, uh, to be private like nobody wants to be private anymore so she sat there and uh, they, one of them had this fucking fake fur coat on it was just just horrible just everything about them was horrible and they ordered just white girl drinks and uh, they just start bitching just started like here's what here's the complaint that got me because i could sit here and bore all day right and hang on taking a drink out of my bubba cup i don't drink out of plastic anymore because apparently apparently everyone's fucking mad at we can't do anything now because of turtles straws and now plastic bottles it's fine so anyway they start uh bitching and moaning and here was her complaint she's like i'm so mad i'm so mad that nobody has rsvp'd to my vision board party her vision board party Right? For those of you who are listening, go, McThomas, what what is a vision board? Let alone a vision board party. So let's leave the word party out of it for a second, shall we? And let me tell you what a vision board is. A vision board came from the book slash movie, The Secret. Now, what The Secret is, okay? What The Secret is, it's basically this woman wrote a book and she said, you know what? If you envision these things, if you put these out to the universe, the universe will give it back to you. That's it. That's it. Like, oh, that's all we have to do? This whole time I've been fucking working hard? That's it. That's all you have to do. This whole time I didn't have to put the hours of of work and sweat in? No, just you got to put it to the universe for what you want and it comes back to you. I was like, are you fucking serious? It's, here's, I remember I, 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 I read, I do air quotes because everything I do is audio books. So I listened, consumed. I put on the secret because a bunch of my comic friends were, you know, bro, you gotta do, so I, I try it. And, I was, and, and the opening like few chapters are about like examples of how the secret, how the secret has worked for them, Right? And it was stuff like uh, 
one guy was like, yeah, well, I used to get up in the morning and, and I, you know, sometimes I'd be late for work or I would have to leave a half an hour early for work because it took me a half an hour to find a parking space. And then, and then I learned about the secret. So what I did was, what I did was, is I would, uh, I would just put out to the universe and I would, I would envision this parking space. And you know what happened? Every morning, that parking space is available for me. So this fucking guy is telling you that, ah, you just get up in the morning and uh, go, all right, in my parking space? Got it. I already, I put it out to the universe. The universe is going to give it back to me. You fucking weirdos. And look, I'm not shitting on anyone's religion right now, but I am shitting on if you're a believer the secret. Right? It sends out the message again. It's almost like a fucking infomercial, right? That'll put on for fatties that you'll see like at two o'clock in the morning or, or, or six o'clock in the morning if you're watching TV. And it's like, you don't even need to work out anymore. This machine here will give you six pack abs and you'll get it in 20 minutes. Not 20 minutes a day. We'll get it to you in 20 minutes. These ab work, these fucking six pack abs. Nobody wants to do the work. Look, I, I was at the gym yesterday and uh, I, got, I got mad again. That's not like you, Mick. I was on the treadmill. Right, watching, um, I watch Spartacus when I run the TV show because it kind of makes me feel so out of shape. Uh, I'm nearly finished it. I've watched it, I think, 13 times, I've told somebody. I've watched that 13 times now from start to finish. Yeah, every season. So I'm watching it and there's a guy next to me on the treadmill and he's got the treadmill turned up to almost a fast pace, right? I would say like a little bit more than a steady jog. And he's sloppy looking, right? He's, again, I don't really make fun of people's appearance. No, I don't say I don't really. I don't make fun of people's appearance at the gym because you're at the gym, you're doing a good thing. You're, you're, you're turning things around. The gym is a great place. The gym is very helpful. Not a, I don't talk about you. It doesn't necessarily turn your physique. I'm not into, I don't go to the gym for my physique. I go to the gym for health reasons. And if you're at the gym, yeah, some people are in there and they're looking for, you know, to, I want to look like this, I want to look like that, that's good. But the, the, the overall senses of the gym is like health. So I don't mock people at the gym, unless they're being a fucking idiot. Then I, I mock the, the idiocy. So this guy just gets on, the, uh, gets on the treadmill next to me. Now, he doesn't run. He holds himself up from the side and he just slaps his feet off the fucking treadmill. Just, that's it. Just slapping his feet while he's holding them. Like, like when, I, when I used to have a treadmill, when I used to have my own gym in the, in the house, my, my daughter would come in when she was younger. She'd go, hey, look at me, dad. And she would hold herself up and slap her legs off the thing as she was running. Not even running, just slap it. And it was funny, right? So it was loud. It was distracting. I was like, all right, maybe he's warming up. Maybe he's back from an injury. Don't judge so quickly. But he did this, then he stopped, he got off, got back on, took a drink of water, did the same thing again. I go, mate, what are you doing? And he just kind of looked at me and went back to doing his fucking flippy flop thing, right? Now, then when he was done after, after maybe 20 minutes, because he was on it before I was there, maybe five minutes before I was there, and I ran for half an hour, humble brag. And uh, so he takes his phone out, takes a picture of, I guess, the, the, his stats, his numbers, how long he ran, right? If there was an incline, 
and how many calories did he burn? So this fucking idiot ran on the, and this is a guy who probably wants the secret. He probably read the secret and go, want a six pack body? There you go. I don't even really have to put the work in. I'm at the gym now, so the secret's going to take care of the rest. It's like everybody wants this fucking shortcut. So this annoying bitch was like having a vision board party. So let me go back to the vision board. The vision board is you put all these things, you cut them out of magazines or whatever, and you put all these things on, and it's your vision board. And you get up every day and you look at these things, and, and, and you know, they will manifest. They will manifest just from wanting them. No message of fucking hard work throughout the whole secret. No message of, hey lads, fucking bit it, put, get the back into it. Put the back into it, bit of elbow grease. Get stuck in there, lads. None of that. They're just trying to show you that nothing comes. Like, you don't need hard work. Fucking visualize it. Is it on your board? Then you'll get it. Then you'll get it. The only thing I can see that happening, really, is if you want a car that you can't afford. Right? And this is what I was thinking. If you want, let's say, like, I'll fucking pick any car. I don't know, like an, 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 a Lexus, right? And you're like, oh, look at that 2020 Lexus. That's awesome. But if you have a vision board hanging up for like 15 years and that car is like 15 years old, you'll probably get it for like 20 bucks. Manifested. There you go. Manifested. These fucking women just bitch. Like, oh my God, nobody has RSVP'd. Nobody's RSVP'd to my vision board party. Can you imagine going to that fucking party, just cutting shit out? It's like scrapbooking, except you hang it on the wall. That's it. It's like a scrapbook party, but you hang the shit that you want on the wall that you're not fucking willing to work for. That's all it was. And then her friend was like, oh, that's, that's just terrible. That's just terrible that nobody RSVP'd you yet. I'm, I'm working hard. She's like, I'm trying to get your name out there because I guess she's a masseuse. She goes, I'm just going to, I want you to come to the party because I want to get your name out there. These fucking people with their Etsy jobs, all this shit you see on fucking Etsy. Etsy? Is it Etsy? You idiot. On Etsy. Just these fucking, think they're going to be millionaires overnight for just doing these little, like I get the side hustle. Like I get it. But we need a war to send people like this over there. Just go, I'm not, look, at, I don't care who it is with. I don't care who it's against, right? You can have a, I have a war against the Swiss. I'm not leaning towards the Iranians. Although the Swiss only have those little knives things, so you have a good chance of winning that. But go, just fucking pick a country. Pick a country, any one of them. Start a fight with it. Not over resources, not over oil. And just fucking go to town with them. And just, we need, we need a war for those people just so they can fucking go like, all right, we, we're not important we're not relevant we are adding nothing to society we we we're we got and see if you can fucking envision getting out of war see if you can just if you're just sitting there and someone's shooting at you see if you can manifest your fucking way home god damn it we need a war at least a plague give me a plague i'll take i'll, I'll take a plague all right i'll take some like some things went through my house recently 24-hour bug people shitting and vomiting Give me, give me a stronger dose of that and it just wipes out people that it just picks up. It's like this disease, this little bug that picks up the fucking idiot gene and just, there you go. And, 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 and let's, you know, let's, let's have a Thanos-like plague, right? That's an Avengers thing where he clicks his finger and, you know, half the population leave. That's all I'm saying. 
So before I went to Connecticut, I had to go to, uh, my son had a recital at school. Right? He had a recital at school. First of all, can we just stop telling kids they're amazing? Let's, let's stop. Let's just stop right there and say they're amazing. Go, good job. I saw you up there. You tried. You tried. Right? You look nice in your, in your little shirt and your black pants. And you, he played the, the what was it, the, the, the cello. Yeah, it was a cello because every time I'd see him, I'd always joke and I'd go, cello, right? And, uh, but the reason why he got it, because he, he loves horror movies, it's the only reason, the only reason he wanted to play an instrument, because he wanted to learn the Jaws theme. That's it. That was the only fucking reason. He wanted to learn the Jaws theme. I think, man, it's a big thing. It's bigger than you. You got to carry it around. It's, gotta, it's not going to fit here. It's not going to fit there. I want to get it. So he gets it and he just sit there. And I'm like, mate, where's the fast part? He's like, no, no, I just like the slow part. I'm like, oh, fuck me. So I go to his thing. And uh, here's, listen, there was six classes, which was fine. I've been to classes where there's 10 of them. And they all do like 17 songs each. And it's Everyone comes out with old beards. Um, you know, new presidents have been elected. Uh, it's fucking ridiculous, right? But this one wasn't terrible time-wise, right? It wasn't terrible time-wise. But here's what I will say. If you're a music teacher or if you're part of the school or, or anything to do, if you're involved in these concerts with the kids, please, one class does hot cross buns. That is it. Do you know how many times I fucking heard all classes did hot cross buns? Hot cross buns. Hot cross buns. And it wasn't even the, like, there was never up and down part. It was just hot cross. If you were to sing it, you'd be hot cross buns. And then one class had the balls to sing hot cross buns and, and three blind mice. Same song. Same fucking song ha cross buns three blind mice ha cross buns three losing my fucking mind and then all these parents were just like applauding and when the kids got done which i mean listen it was like a fucking just a noise of all these it was like a fire in a pet shop that's what it was just that's that's all it was it was just like if you started uh, a fire in a pet shop that's or Australia oh that's fucking mean isn't it that oh that's too I went too far this is the episode I went too far alright I guess I went too far with that one <laughs> but anyway it was just noise just fucking noise but then people afterwards you're amazing Hunter you're amazing Brandon you were just stop telling kids you're amazing Please, when they're not. Go, you were good. Congratulations, that was your first concert. I'm proud of your effort. All of the above. You were up there, right? (laughs) Stop saying they're amazing. Because what, if you tell them they're amazing now, what do they have to, what do they have to strive for? You go, you're amazing. I'm amazing? All right, cool. I guess I'm done then, right? I'm done. No more work? I'm done. I'm already amazing. What the, who would have thought that? Right at the gate. First concert. I fucking already reached amazing. Let's stop with that. Do you know that 
one of the greatest pieces of artwork ever, ever, was the Sistine Chapel, right? By Michelangelo or Michelangelo or Michelangelo, however you want to pronounce it. Right? One of the greatest pieces of art ever. And he nearly killed himself because he hated it. He was so upset with his work that he went, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. I'm done. That's that. He was like, I'm so unhappy with this fucking work right now. This gorgeous masterpiece that I, I, I think, and people talked about killing himself. Like Michelangelo, what are you talking about? This is fucking amazing. This is going to be around for hundreds of years. It's going to go down in history. It's probably one of the greatest pieces of art of all times. Nah, shit. What do you think? How do you think his work ethic would have been if he just like came and went, I'm amazing. Oh my God, I'm amazing. I'll do everybody's churches now because I am amazing. I mean, he's a bit more Italian sounding than that, but you know, I am amazing. So because we're doing that, Stop telling your kids you're amazing. Stop telling them they're, they're amazing when they're not. Therefore, when you tell them they're amazing, then they're going to fucking grow up and start having vision board parties. That, you know what? Fuck it. It's my fault. That's what I get for going for chilies. That's what I get for going to chilies. Anyway, guys, girls, lads and lassies, thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you have any messages, comments or concerns, please send them to my Instagram page, Mick Thomas Comedy. I appreciate your support and the love. And uh, I don't know what, when I'll get one for next week. Yes, I will. I got stuff going on. I might have to go back to Ireland um, next week. So, but I will. I, I'll get an episode up somehow. So, but anyway, till then, guys, uh, thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for, for the support. And uh, good luck to you. Good luck to you. Bye. It's the Mick Thomas Show, the Mick Thomas Show.